I am talking, talking, talking to you. And the talk just keeps on coming. TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Boy, our guest today was besieged by 44 baffling and seemingly unconnected symptoms back in 1998. Like disease symptoms and and health problems. You know, exhausted, suffered splitting headaches, brain fog, irrational crying spells. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And she just like could not figure out what was going on until finally she went to uh, a doctor who said, you are having a sugar reaction, to which, you know, she said, anything but that, that means I have to give up my sugar. (laughs) So... um, uh, she did, in fact, give up her sugar, and oh, my God, if she didn't get her health back. Like everything, huh? Like everything. Oh, man. So uh, Connie is uh, a journalist with credits from coast to coast and a master's degree in journalism from Northwestern University. Uh, she plunged into an investigation of hypoglycemia and the dangers of sugar. The result, this provocative book, Sugar Shock, for which she interviewed some 250 respected physicians, nutritionists, researchers, and public health advocates, reviewed hundreds of recent medical studies, and connected with thousands of sugar addicts around the world. I am sure you and our audience today can uh, sympathize with the idea of uh, being addicted to sugar to various forms. So we are going to talk to Connie Bennett today about how to get recognize the symptoms that you are doing too much sugar and what to do about it and where you find all this nasty stuff that really does ruin our bodies. Would you welcome to the show, please, Connie Bennett, author of, co-author of Sugar Shock. How you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure, I'm sure. We we often uh, talk on Mastering Ourselves about, you know, how to take care of your body better because when it's messed up on things like sugar and the many other things that mess up our body, we cannot connect with spirit as well because we're too numbed out. Or connect with life as well or anything. Anything. Yeah. So, That's a very, very good point. I mean, I talk to people about that too. You know, people are always talking about, oh, you know, become more spiritual and all this. And I'm like, but you can't get anywhere near spiritual if you're like hooked on, you know, sugary foods and refined carbs because you're just you're not present in your body you're not present in your soul you just you can't focus you can't be clear you can't you know move out of your body you can't get centered right right absolutely because you're either depressed or hyper or uh, uh, you got an emotional thing or a physical thing this this affects the mind the body and and the emotions doesn't it Absolutely. It 
does. And, and I think that most people just don't realize it. You know, they just very unthinkingly at 11 a.m. or 3 p.m., you know, want to go for that donut or candy bar or a cup of coffee with some sugar. And they just don't think about what it is they're doing or why they're, you know, why they're being called to eat those foods. So if we uh, had a healthier diet and perhaps more complex carbohydrates and that kind of thing, a more balanced diet, we wouldn't necessarily take the dip between the meals uh, that, you know, if you're hooked on sugar, it doesn't sustain you. So you might get a high, but then you go low, and then you're looking for something to eat to get you high again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't have the dips that I used to have. So you were, you were, I was laughing when you were talking about all my ailments. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness, is that me? <laughs> Not now. Yeah, my 10-year anniversary actually is coming up in April, so it will have been 10 years that I've been off sugar. But, um Back in 1998, I mean, I was waylaid by all these crazy, awful symptoms. Like what? Well, um, one of the most embarrassing was that I would have these inexplicable mood swings, which didn't go over too well with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so he eventually said goodbye to me. But I also had these ferocious headaches um, that were, you know, bordering on migraines. Yeah. I had uh, very scary heart palpitations. I uh, had difficulty concentrating or, you know, brain fog. Is, is that heart palpitation like you can almost like there's this big drum in your chest? Oh, my God. I felt like my heart was going to jump out of my chest and onto the sidewalk below me. That's really yeah, that's true. That's really true, isn't scary. it? Oh. You don't know if it's going to break or what, do, don't you? It was the most scary thing. You know, um, I mean, I had very, very scary ailments. Um, you know, and it's embarrassing. You know, you're a young woman, and I just I could not concentrate. Yeah. And so what I was doing was I would eat a lot of candies, and then I'd you know get a, get a nice little sugar rush, and I'd be able to concentrate, you know, make my deadlines for stories, and then then lo and behold, boom, you know, Crash. my blood sugar would plummet, and I'd need more candies. Yep, you're listening uh, to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Connie Bennett, author of Sugar Shock. Go on. What about the rest of your symptoms? <laughs> there are so many I can't even remember them all. I sometimes have to refer to the list. I mean, 44 is ridiculous. Um, I think one of the other difficult things was that I would sleep for eight hours and I felt like I needed to sleep for another two hours. I would have aching eyeballs. Mm. Um, you know, I would have like kind of itchy skin. My skin would just sort of itch and crawl. How about joint, <laughs> joints and muscles? Yeah, I had that. I had my share of that as well. And then I'm embarrassed to say, I mean, I just, you know, it's kind of low. You know, I just had, I mean, I wasn't super depressed but i just i wasn't i wasn't all that happy you know there must be a lot of people going around like that from the same for the same reason oh absolutely i mean absolutely you know i'm now really devoted to helping people to break free of their sugar habit and, yeah. you know to first learning the sour scoop about sugar and i mean they report that they experience you know symptoms that are very much like mine would you, it's amazing would you say that perhaps a half of Americans have this problem? I would say probably more than a half. <laughs> I actually would agree with that. You know, we don't I mean, even we don't even know it, do we? I'd say 50, 60, 70, who knows, maybe 80%. I mean, let's look at all the people that are obese. You know, that's 65% right there. Well, let's look at what they eat. 
you know, what do they run toward? They run for those quickie carbs. Quickie carbs, yep. Define, what is a quickie carb? <laughs> I can't remember with all this terminology. Well, there's, there's sugar, and then, there's, then there are foods that mimic sugar. So I call them much like sugar carbs or cookie carbs. That includes white rice, white flour, you know, most breads, most crackers, uh, white pasta, you know, bagels. Foods that people don't think of as sugar, but they work in your body very much the like sugar. The same way, right. So, so pizza, instant oatmeal? Instant oatmeal, yeah, sure. Well, is, is whole oatmeal that you cook for breakfast, is that the same? Well, if it's the slower cooking kind, that's, that's, the, that's what I call a quality carb. Yeah, okay. And then how about instant hot cereals, like a cream of wheat or... Well, the instant stuff, it's, it's going to be, um, prob- you know, it's going to be a cookie cart. And, and it's going to be processed. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. The machines are basically doing the work mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. So when you have, like, whole grains, like brown rice or wheat berries, basically your body is, you know, is is doing the work to digest the food. Right. But for all the processed foods, basically they're these wonderful machines that are, you know, taking out the, you know, taking out all, you know, the kernels and all of that. And so they're basically doing the work for us. So so you get just a massive flood of sugar instantly. Right. And and that's the problem. (laughs) That's the problem. How about breakfast? Because you're also, at the same time that you're getting that massive influx of sugar, you, when when it's processed, you're stripping away the nutrients as yeah, well. Yeah. How about breakfast cereals? In general, like uh, the cold cereals. There are a few. There are a few. I actually have a shopping list on my website. I spent months trying to dig up, you know, foods that you could actually buy in a can or a jar that were, you know, wonderful foods. My that was hard to do, wasn't it? It took a while. Took a while. <laughs> yeah, because when we go to the grocery store, there's nothing to buy. But there actually are a number of things you can find in packages. Um, so if people want to get the, the list, it's at uh, sugarshock.com. That's my website. Sugar, sugarshock.com. So it, is it just like alcohol and drug addiction, uh, you know, alcoholism? It, it, can you get addicted to sugar just as bad? Well, I believe that you can, yes. There's been some absolutely fascinating new research that's come out that suggests that you actually can get hooked on sugar and refined carbs. I think the best way to um, to answer your question is to talk about a couple of these studies that I learned about. Sure. So they took some rats, and they basically gave them sugar water. You know, it had a certain percentage of water, certain percentage of sugar. Yep. The study's different. Differed, and so what they did in one of the studies. Uh, one of the studies was actually at Princeton University. So it began as actually a different kind of study, but they started noticing that these rats were getting very attached to the sugar water. So they decided to focus on 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 that. So one one researcher was saying that they would come into the lab, and that the rats would like get all excited about the fact that the sugar water was going to come. They literally had like almost these Pavlovian reactions. <laughs> it was hysterical. Another researcher was talking about, you know, or I guess it was the same researcher, they would literally start to pull the stopper off the bottles. That's how excited they were about the, the sugar water coming. Wow, addicted. Then another study, they gave them sugar water and they gave them rat chow. And they found two things. One, 
that they were drink they were more interested in the sugar water than they were in the rat food. And then when they were given a choice between the two or, or were given them both, they actually ate more rat chow. So think about it. You eat more sugary foods and or you know, more sweets and mm-hmm. lo and you're gonna eat more food. Right. So then um, the researchers actually um, at Princeton, they gave them something called naloxone. And when they give this to people who are hooked on drugs, it basically puts them into uh, withdrawal symptoms. So they gave these rats naloxone, and lo and behold, these rats actually went into withdrawal. So, like, their forepaws started to quiver. Yeah. Or they acted anxious in a maze test. <laughs> they were actually changing their personality. I mean, it was amazing. And then, at the same time that the study was done at Princeton, there was a group in Canada at another university doing a very similar study. And they thought that there was a hole in the bottles. They couldn't figure out why these rats kept on drinking this this sugary water <laughs> and so he this researcher basically said he said it was it was like these rats were like the energizer bunnies they just you know they just kept on going for the sugar water yeah and so they noticed the same thing that when they took away the sugar water these rats became very anxious and very irritable and the scientist was even saying that these rats were actually nipping at his fingers and then all his years of doing research that he'd never been nipped by by rats like that. Wow. So it just so, like, like frenzied. It was amazing. It was, I mean, Did their health I became decline? so fascinated by the subject of sugar addiction that I actually devoted an entire chapter in my book, Sugar Shock, just talking about some of the new research. Those are just two of the studies. But Okay, we'll talk more after the break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Connie Bennett, author of Sugar Shock, How Sweets and Simple Carbs Can Derail Your Life and How You Can Get Your Life back on track. We'll have more. Stay with us.